everybody and welcome to the inaugural episode of the Seedling Spiritual Podcast, which is called Sown. I'm so glad you're here. And if you don't know me, I'm Nicole, and I'm so glad to meet you in this way and to welcome you into the Seedling Spiritual um, Garden, I suppose. Um, so these will run a bit like Tea Time Tarot. Um, if you're not familiar with Tea Time Tarot, it is a little IGTV channel. It's about 15 minutes long, usually, um, or as close to 15 minutes as I can get. Um, and it goes over uh, usually collective readings, readings for the season, that sort of thing. Um, and so if you want more of that, that is where you can find um, videos and everything of that sort is on my Instagram. Um, Sewn is going to be a little bit more in-depth about my approach to tarot, uh, which I lovingly call embodied tarot. Uh, I'll talk a bit about that as well. And um, just kind of other spiritual topics. I'm hoping to have people on eventually. Um, and it's just a space to kind of talk about um, where you've been planted for the moment and to kind of bring some light into that through through the practice of the tarot. So um, I'm really excited to do this. It's been stewing in my head for a while and I'm just really, really excited to open up um, the community in this way. So, so welcome. Um, this little introductory one, just to let you know what you're in for, it's a bit about me, but about what to expect, um, uh, why I think the tarot is a beautiful vessel for organic, growth and um, channeling uh, despite your, I guess, religious or spiritual backgrounds. Um, I think anybody can access this as a tool. I've got a collective um, message for Beltane or Samhain, depending on where in the world you are joining us from. Um, and then a little bit of extras if I feel channeled to say anything. Um, and otherwise, that's pretty much it. So again, I thank you all for being here and we'll just get started. So as I said, my name is Nicole. Uh, I am an American, clearly, but I live in London. I was born in Jackson, Wyoming. Um, so dirt and space are very much a part of my approach to tarot. Um, also, if you hear any rustling in the background, that is my cat, um, Miss Cleo. You can also find her on Instagram. She's a big fan of the mystical and mysterious, so she'll be popping in and out as well. So yes, dirt and space and time. Jackson in the 80s was still quite rural. And just to paint a picture for everybody, if you kind of know me, just a little bit deeper um, image of who I am. Uh, Jackson Hole is close to Yellowstone, which is on the caldera of a huge volcanic area. And um, if you don't know what that means, it just essentially means that the Yellowstone National Park is on top of a sunken volcano. And that's what makes all the geysers and the hot spots and springs and the magic that live in Wyoming. So I think that whenever I talk about tarot, I, I invite you to welcome this image um, and do some Googling if you haven't seen it. It's absolutely stunning. Uh, I invite you to welcome this, this image of all of the elements coming together uh, in a really extreme way, in a really extreme pressurized, prehistoric, yet really modern, magical, earthbound way. 
And I think that tarot can really help you tap into the fact that we are also all of the elements coming together in a really extreme prehistoric yet contemporary organic way. And that's what I hope to empower everybody with, but also with the imagery of sown and being, you know, you are still the seed and you're always the seed because you've never been in today before. And I think that there's something about time that I want to keep infusing into this conversation with the tarot. So when I talk about moving into embodied tarot, what I mean about that is, and I've spoken a little bit about it to various people, but I'm bringing it into the greater world now. To me, the tarot is a mirror for where you are holding onto old patterns in your body. And I'm not only talking about chakra work. I think chakras are crucial and important. Uh, but I am an actor by trade and by craft and experience. And I am offering this space as a physical space to use tarot to tap into your muscles, to your muscles and your bones and a little bit more uh, getting in touch with the vessel as a vessel uh, and offering it to you as, you know, swords are kind of telling you that your oil light's running low and you need to kind of like pull over and pay attention and the gas valve empty is probably cups, you know, <laughs> you're running a little low on on emotion or heart space and then we'll get into wands which is you know if you're overheated um, sometimes the answer to an overheated vehicle is to crank up the heat to see what happens when you put heat on full blast and we'll go into that with Beltane in a bit and then with pentacles you know that's you're spinning your wheels whether it's gravel or mud or snow and I think that if we start to I don't in any way want to take away from the sacredness of the body but I also think if we offer ourselves the chance to look at it as a vehicle that needs care as a vehicle it helps you clean up your accessibility to channel so hopefully that makes sense and hopefully that heats you up and if it doesn't that's fine there are many other readers that read in different ways and i i let me know if you need to be pointed in that direction but that is where we're sitting we're sitting on on the body with the body on top of a caldera so not many places hotter uh, to be. So that's pretty much what to expect. That's my approach. Uh, I'm a really open book. Please ask me seedlingspiritual.com or on Instagram. Uh, I would love to talk to anybody. So just let me know if you've got questions or if something doesn't resonate or um, you want me to point you in a direction of any resources. I always put all my resources in the show notes. I say that as though I've got a million episodes. I will be doing that. So you'll know where to find them. Uh, so moving into uh, why, why tarot and why now, it just felt like time. It felt like a lot of us are breaking through the surface and it is kind of scary up here. I think there's a piece of growing, of being, a, of being planted that we don't realize that when you do poke your head through the surface and it is just your face and you take that big inhale you have nothing to grab you have no reference points you are just a bud blowing around in this scary cold 
world and you're suddenly confronted with all of these other elements that you never were before and that's a huge spiritual place for me and for us all and I think it deserves some navigation and it deserves some collective acknowledgement that we have poked our heads through the dirt of the past and it's beautiful but unknown and I wanted to honor that and have a an open space to navigate through it. You will find if you have not joined me on Tea Time Tarot before uh, and if you have you can chuckle and kind of tune out for a couple of minutes. You will find that I love science. <laughs> I love neuroscience and botany and dirt and books. I really like to infuse tarot with research, which I think might scare some people, but it really empowers me. It empowers me to know what my body is doing on a cellular level. And I offer that it can be really empowering for us. And in that vein, the theme this is the meat of the of the episode, I guess. Uh, the theme of tonight is something called um, dehiscence, and it occurs in medicine, but also in botany. And I'm talking about the botanical version of it this evening. Uh, so uh, dehiscence, by encyclopedia definition, is a spontaneous opening of a built-in point of weakness in a seed in order to release its contents, in order to release the nutrients that will help it grow. And I'm going to say that one more time. If you haven't closed your eyes, if you are in a place where you can, dehiscence is a spontaneous opening, a cracking open of a built-in point of weakness in order to release the nutrients that will help you grow. So that, I hope, is self-explanatory. But we're going to get into that. Uh, and the importance of acknowledging that when you crack, when you break, in my world of spirituality, it's because that weak point is built into you to bring you to your next iteration, to bring you to your next step, to help you crack the surface of the earth, wherever you have been planted. And a lot of times with certain seeds, with certain plants, a complete detachment happens in order for this growth to occur. And there are animals in which this happens, like salamanders, various lizards, fish, you know, all sorts of places in the animal kingdom where a piece gets lopped off. I mean, snakes with the shedding of the skin or something goes missing and they leave it because it is dead. I have an African violet and I was repotting her the other day and I had, I was blessed with, there was another African violet growing out of the stem. And I had to slice it off and repot them both. And they are both, this is three days ago maybe, they're both flowering. And so plants understand, the animal kingdom understands, but for some reason, we don't like to be cracked open. We don't like to be separated, even if that separation is not healthy anymore. And, and 
that weak point is not a weakness, it's just an opening. And I'm offering that to you at the season of Samhain or Beltane, wherever you are, whatever it happens to be when you find this, whatever season you're in, is that this is a natural process. This cracking and spilling is a natural process. And rolling back to the beginning when I was talking about Yellowstone and it's all of the elements present in an organic way, your body is made of the same things. We are made of the same neurons and chemicals and fibers. So it's a natural process for us as well. And I offer, and the cards that popped up for this are just beautiful, that when you feel yourself cracking, when you feel yourself opening, to let it and that doesn't mean it's not going to be painful. That doesn't mean it's not going to be a wound. But it does mean that you can ease into the fact that it is natural. It is a part of your growth and you are cracking out of your seed. Whatever the seed is, was, whatever you planted, you're moving in the right direction. Because the other thing that happens with seeds is either they grow, they germinate, or they rot or they stay as a seed and they rot. And in a very drastic way, I think that happens to us as well. The cards I pulled for the messaging for us all are death reversed, which is beautiful in all the ways. The next episode is all about the death card and the 10 of cups. And whatever hemisphere you're sitting in with me, whatever season of your life you're in, uh, I offer that there is a moment here for a volcanic cracking of your old skin to go away and for you to rejoice in the self you're supposed to be, the self that you are meant to be embracing. And that might be really difficult for some of us to hear because the journey is arduous. I think death reversed is growth, but in a composting way. If you've never composted anything, I offer you to try it. Just maybe in your house for like two, three days in a container you can see through. It is disgusting. It is smelly and it gets goopy and there's liquid that comes from you don't know where. But there's life happening in there. And that life, if you leave it long enough, grows up. It grows up towards the Ten of Cups, towards the sun, opening you into this place of gratitude and place of light. I, I think this reading, I couldn't have picked it better myself, is a perfect example of being sown. It's letting go of your old seed self. It's cracking you open and moving towards the sun, whatever that sun means for you. And it's beautiful, but there may be parts of you that have to get detached. There may be parts of you that compost away, that turn to liquid, <laughs> that start to smell. And uh, I... Um, have some actor friends who will probably laugh when they hear this, but I like dirt. 
and blood and mud and grit. And I think that I encourage you to start thinking about the tarot again in an embodied physical way. That if you can start thinking about your emotions doing that, that you're emotionally composting with death reverse, that you're emotionally shedding a skin, it becomes easier to let these things go. So coming back into how to bring this idea of dehiscence, this deliberate cracking along your weak spots into the following seasons. And actually, before I do that, I want to touch base on the vocabulary here. So I have a lot of movement training uh, in a technique called Laban and L-A-B-A-N. I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, And if you are into that sort of thing, I encourage you to look, look it up. And some quick science, uh, Laban identifies all movements in one of eight efforts that sit on a cube which are light at the top and strong, weighted, if you will, at the bottom. And uh, so when I think of the word weak, uh, I don't like it because I, I fear that people will see their cracks as weaknesses. But if we think about them in terms of the Laban cube where they sit sort of it's a crack in a lighter space. It's like cracking an eggshell, right? It's not at a tectonic plate level. That would be at the bottom of the cube. It's a little bit more weighty. I'm offering to you that, that the space where this crack is happening, this weak space, is supposed to be there. So if you choose to take this into your tarot vocabulary, into your emotional vocabulary, please know that I don't mean weakness as in not strong I just mean weak as in light, as in light and deliberate and uh, and a thinning, which I think is a perfect segue into this the next season where we're at a thinning of the veil, we're at a thinning of the space between worlds, and to bring this death reversed, rolling towards the Ten of Cups, wherever you happen to be, to think about that is that there is just... It's a thinning here. So maybe if you're struggling with feeling cracked that you are, dare I say, supposed to be right now. Ram Das, who is one of my favorites, always said that where you are is exactly where you are supposed to be, including all of the what ifs and the ands or buts. So, with this idea of botanical cracking, of seeds opening, especially now with Beltane and Samane, wherever you are, maybe trust in the deliberate nature of time. Trust in the deliberate nature of, of where you have landed. And I have found my way into a very visceral level of faith with the tarot and um i offer that to you as well i'm going to go into the death card in all of its beauty uh in the next episode so hopefully you're hooked a little bit (laughs) tonight but with the death in reverse it is very much offering to you that you're in the right space that this is the moment that is supposed to be the moment for you. And I think before I go any further, 
with the death card and with this. I would like to talk a bit about how death was only named death at a certain point with the tarot moving forward, depending on when and where you look. But in the Marseille tarot, and it's it was called the, un, the unnamed arcanum. And when I read for clients or for the collective or in general, I like to think about death as an unnamed entity. Because if you take away its name, you can find it more comfortably in your own life. You can find more comfortably and more ownership with places where you are composting, where you are cracking, where there is something falling away and it doesn't feel like a loss. It doesn't feel like something that's never going to return in the same way. Because with seeds and compost and growing, right, it becomes something different, but also beautiful. It becomes a different version of itself that you are actually looking forward to getting to know. Whereas I think sometimes the word death, the idea of death, rightfully is terrifying it's scary because we don't know what's on the other side we don't know what it's going to look like we don't know if we'll be better off actually but if you take away the name if you take away all of the rhetoric and the fear all you're left with is curiosity and i would like to offer curiosity about where you're growing as the meditation for this next coming season. So if you think about you have been planted, you have been planted somewhere with death reverse below you, which is a stunning, powerful Persephone rising image. You have already left the underworld. You've already done the hard part. And now you're just rising towards this Ten of Cups. And the Ten of Cups, um, I wish you guys could see me. I'm just doing this gesture of, of opening upwards, of, of lifting up. And it's just this, your heart space opening. It's, it's as big as your heart can get without dropping into your solar plexus. So it's as, as open as your heart can be without lighting your soul on fire. And... That's a stunning journey <laughs> for the next for the next season for you. So I hope that that is helpful that this idea that you have done the hard part of the growing is that you've already had your crack, you've already had your detachment. And I offer that to you in this kind of way that if you were a lizard and you lost your tail, if that's your detachment, it has probably been long enough past now that if you are still holding on to that tail, you are dragging a rotting piece of dead flesh that doesn't really belong with you anymore. A, a gruesome image, perhaps, but maybe it's time for you... Uh, to leave the decay in the ground 
in the emotional ground where it could maybe nurture someone else. And that someone else could be you in the future. You in the future might need to come back and and replant this plant that you're building now or redig this garden and you may find it and you may be reminded that this is a demon you need to dissect and talk about but there is no point in dragging it forward with you up to the surface up to the light because it won't light you on fire it won't help you to reconnect with your passion here because it's in the way it's in the way of you, you can't carry something dead and also reach both handed enthusiastically into the future. You only have two hands. So um, a little tangential, a little gross, but important and visceral. And um, I'm going to wrap it up here because I want to just keep this introductory uh, and just kind of see what people think. But this is how I approach the tarot, and I really hope it helps you, and I hope it opens people up to the idea that these cards, for me, can live in your body, and they can free your body in a physical way, because if you imagine that on the journey of the tarot, sometimes you're going, it's like Alice in Wonderland, sometimes you're going to encounter the archetypes, and sometimes you're going to have to become one of them. Sometimes you're going to have to level up and grow a bit. And that means you're going to have to do those things with the body that you're in. And it allows you to own the journey in your own way. It's not linear. There are no two paths for us that are the same. And that is gorgeous. And I think the more you learn to trust in your body as having its own time as being right where it's supposed to be. You know, some of us are little dumpy succulents. That's me. Some of us are African violets. Some of us are trees. Some of us are spider plants. Some of us are ivy. And some of us are seaweed and sea plants. And some of us are air plants and don't have roots. You know, they're, and they're all beautiful and necessary and magic. And that's what I want you to think about yourself as, is your body has its own time, but you only have two hands. So you can only reach if one of them or both of them are available or open to the future. So that's, that's my little two cents about the next season is growing where you have been planted and being curious about where that direction is. So thank you so much for sitting with me if you've made it all this way and i'm so grateful and please let me know what you think and i'm so happy to to be doing this with you all so have a really really fantastic next season wherever you're headed and i hope all is well with everybody in this strange new world we live in and thank you for tuning in and i'll see you next time